0: Hello everybody and welcome to another episode of Big Lee's World Podcast. It is I, your host, Big Lee, coming to you live from the Big Lee's Boom Boom Room right here in Cape Girardeau, Missouri. Tonight, I have with me a special guest. You already know this if you've seen the advertisement. Uh, However, the advertisement has to be changed a little bit because originally it was supposed to be both Jason and Ken here tonight. However, Ken decided that he could not make it tonight. So tonight I have with me Mr. Jason Wells. How are you doing? I'm I'm good.
1: That Starbucks business is uh <clears throat> I guess uh taking a toll on Ken. He couldn't make it, but that's okay. I came all the way up from Chaffee and I'm oh, her. Oh, the big city of Chaffee. Big City Chaffee. Just kind of a kind of behind the scene things here. We
0: uh we're actually re recording part of the podcast. Well, Actually starting from the beginning. Luckily we didn't get too far in it. We started recording and we forgot that we didn't hook the mic up. I blame Jason for that because he seen the cord laying there and did not proceed to say anything about it.
1: Yeah, it would have helped if I'd have known what it was. But that's okay.
0: That's okay. Well hey, you know. That's how you know this podcast is the real deal. You know, not a lot of smoke and mirrors here. We keep it real. I was gonna have any I don't know if there's any more cool hip sayings to say with something like that, but Uh, it's lit. It's lit. Ha! It's turned up, right? Turned up, turned up, turned up. It has Speaking effect. of being turned up, yeah. how are you doing?
1: Oh man, I am not turned up, but uh, I'm doing well. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I was. Uh, this weekend, I was turned up, but uh, it was uh, it was a good time. Uh, yeah, like I said, uh, family's doing good, everything's going well, and uh, you know, enjoying 2020 so far.
0: So. Nice. Uh, like well, you said. Now that we have the mic hooked up, we were talking about uh, the success of the last uh, Cape Championship Wrestling Show. We were talking about uh, One Night Riot 3?
1: Yeah. Yeah. One Night Riot 3. Um, at the AC... Uh, what did Timmy uh, Hart say? The ACW Brase Arena. <laughs> um, in uh, Cape Girardeau. No, we have. We had a great time. Jimmy Hart, just for the record, if anybody wants to know, is a super nice guy. One of the nicest guys you can meet um, in the wrestling business. Super, super professional. Great dude. Carlito was a great guy. Awesome. We had a good show. Four hundred plus people there. Looks like they enjoyed a long night of wrestling, and uh, they got their money's worth. That's for sure. So,
0: see if y'all just start charging by the match.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, that would be uh, that'd work out well if we did that or by but, the worker. We couldn't have done that one then because we had a lot of workers back there in the back. I don't know if I've ever had a a list that long. <laughs> I don't even know if I can't remember if we did a thirty man roll uh, battle roll before. I think it was only like twenty. Right. I was going to ask you. I was like, what brought on the uh, what brought up the
0: idea to doing the thirty person battle roll? That's right, person. Um, don't be trying to get
1: the social justice warriors coming after me. No, no, not you. Uh, <laughs> um, I, I wanted to, you know, it—it it was the weekend of the Royal Rumble, and, and normally that's got 30, 30 people in that one. So I wanted to kind of be close to it, and—and um, and when you do thirty, sometimes it gives you the opportunity to. Um, to To use other guys that you normally wouldn't use on a show, to give guys a chance to shine, to bring them in, let them do some stuff. We have so many people that ask to come in and wrestle. It's uh-huh. they just flood, um, you know, the Facebook Messenger, um, email. You know, you've seen it, and it's it's crazy. But you know, with the, with those, it's an opportunity to say, hey, you know, I don't really have a storyline right now. I don't have anything that I could use you for. But if you want to come in this battle role, show me what you got, impress me. You know, this is the time for it. So, it was fun. It was a good time. And not like some of the other uh, companies out there in the uh,
0: mid-southern area who uh, have tryouts where they pay to try. You didn't make anybody pay to get into the Rumble.
1: No, no one had to pay. Or the Riot, I mean. It, yeah, uh, no one paid to get into the Riot. Uh, we did have actual a tryout before the show. Yep, yeah. And uh, I think we had a... Uh, Eight new trainees come from that, and no one paid to to try out either. Um, they uh, it's a good opportunity to give a lot of people that ask, say, this is my dream. This is what I want to do." Well, here's your chance. Let's see if you can do it. And we had a got a lot of good reaction from it, and a lot of people, a lot of people made a lot of, "Yeah, I'm going to be there. I'm going to do this." And you know, they came out and tried their best, and uh, it's fun. It, it's a good time to give. Uh, I think we told before, but we erased it. Uh, <laughs> wrestling's fun. And uh, that's one thing that it it just, it's hard to be that big because there's so much negativity going mm-hmm. around right now in wrestling. It's always, you know, if you like this company, you got to hate this one. If you like that guy, you got to hate this one. And, you know, it's not like that, man. I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm an AEW fan. I enjoy their product. That's what kind of product uh, that I wanted to bring to Cape. Um, when we started booking this, I didn't want it to be a, um, Tennessee area where, you know, most of the time I, that's where I, you know, I booked and, uh, helped run shows up there. I wanted to do something different. And, uh, it was this opportunity to do that. And, uh, it, it's fun to have guys from everywhere come mm-hmm. and you get along and ha- we have the best, you know, our locker room, you know, everybody's getting along, they're laughing, they're joking. you know, we keep that baby mama crap out of the locker room. I don't want any of it. I have zero patience for it, to be honest with you. Um, But wait, you let your baby mama in the locker room. Hey, she's earned it. (laughs) She's had my babies. No, but uh, the, the drama that comes with a lot of these places, when you go, there's, you know, this girl's trying to get backstage so she can hook up with this guy and she's married to this other guy. And there's just, I've seen it all through the years. And boy, if we ever get into it, I could tell you some stories about some stuff I've seen, but well, I was gonna say, uh,
0: (laughs) you know, one part of this podcast is gonna uh, be—I've talked about a lot going through the history of CCW, and you know, I definitely want to look at year one. It's a shorter year, Mm -hmm. but uh, I could definitely say, uh, year end of year one, end of year or end of year one, beginning of year two. I would say that we almost wasn't at the end of year one, beginning of year two, where we kind of. Was afraid we were going to have that problem,
1: and we had to nip it in the bud pretty quick. We've had a couple of times like that. That wasn't between year and two. That was actually between year two and three, was it? Yeah, I thought it was between year one and two. No, no, it was between year two and three that that happened. That started happening. During okay, that, that late summer right there. Uh, okay, during our first uh, trip to uh, Chaffee. Uh, well, to wait, our the... I wait our first trip to
0: Chaffee was the uh, was that the uh, VFW.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. I wasn't really counting that. I was counting the, the outdoor show, the uh, carnival that the we did. The dreaded outdoor show. Yeah, the German day, which, by the way, they're moving to August, from my understanding, which is... Well, gonna... I remember they said they were talking about it. That right? would be a great idea, because it was cold. But then it'll be hot. Can, can I cuss on this? I do have an explicit rating. Okay, good. It was freaking cold out there, guys. Um, but, the, you know, everybody's out there, and they're, they're working, they're cashboarding. I was looking at him. He's shivering. And I... <laughs> I just remember I was was like, man, this sucks. We got to... I mean, it was a fun show. God bless our our fans. You know, they come out and they'll stand in the weather. You know, it wasn't a whole bunch, but the ones that came out there were awesome. Mm -hmm. And um, it was just a good time. Well, for the
0: most part, there were one or two that were...
1: Well, I say our fans. Yeah, There there were some out there that... The drunken locals. Yeah, that just wanted to to yell and stuff like that. But, you know, our fans that come out there, uh, you know, I... I personally think our dedicated fans are the best fans mm-hmm. and and they support they support people that support us. You know, when I'm talking to other companies about sponsorship and stuff, I'm like, hey, you know what's cool is the people that support us will support you too. And uh, just for supporting us. So it, it's uh it's it, a great fan base it's to small have. Small business helping support small business. Exactly, exactly. And I and I even go from there. There's you know uh, Robert Young, always give him a shout-out. He's one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I love going to talk to him and, you know, after shows or during shows, to see how he's doing and, and hear his feedback. Big
0: shout-out from the Big League World podcast going out to Robert Young. Yeah. He puts over everything that I do. He helps supports it. He does. And uh, I
1: appreciate the love on that. So, big shout-out to Robert Young on that. Yep. He's definitely, uh, definitely one of my favorites, uh, you know, and, and there's so many the mm-hmm. people that have been there from really the beginning, the Jeff Sins and, and Tammy and Awesome Wyatt mm-hmm. and when I start naming off people, Big Nasty, Caleb. Well uh, let's
0: let's talk about Caleb Carter. Yeah.
1: He's uh he's got his podcast he's started
0: now. Yes uh, he is. It's uh Four Sides Podcast. Yep. Uh so this is Tuesday, right? Yes. We decided that before we started recording. Correct. It's Tuesday. So tomorrow he is announcing his first guest. Oh, that
1: he is going to record with. Uh oh. So. Oh, I'm excited. I, I better know <laughs> now. Nah, but uh, yeah. I, I actually, he messaged me and asked if he could do some interviews. And look, it, here's the thing. Like, well, you wouldn't even let me do interviews there. What? Uh, <laughs> you asked him to do it. Remember? Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Shoulda knew Ken wouldn't showed up when he didn't promote the post. That's <laughs> true. He knew he wasn't coming. Like I'm not right. Ready. He's like I'm not
0: sharing that. Mm-hmm. I don't want him to. Uh...
1: I don't want the pressure coming. Right. But back to Caleb. Um, uh, ha- like Caleb from beginning of CCW when he very start com- You know, the very first show he was there. I remember. Um, he was on a picture of the Southeast Missourian giving a high five to Brandon mm-hmm. and Brandon barbed and, wire. Uh, and, and I remember since then, and it's almost like I've seen him grow up and mature. And he's doing a great job. I mean, right. he's doing all these shows. He did ring announcing the other day and I'm super proud of the day, man. That that's kind of what we, you know,
0: kind of what we strive
1: for. Yeah. This. I had, um, I was sitting there. Some of these guys that come in and wrestle, We've been friends for a long time, mm-hmm. you know, a really, really long time. Um, Jackson Crowley, probably one of my best friends. He was at my house just the other day, and he was talking about the impact that we've made just in this area. And when we sit back, it's really true, you know we've we've affected people's lives, you know what they do, the encouragement they get, and all that. So, still crazy to me, a big nasty got a CCW tattoo. That's awesome like you know like big nasty is he never misses a show he's always there and uh you know one of our best fans and uh him his whole family mm-hmm. um you know there there's just so many like i said i don't want to get in calling names a whole bunch of them because i'm going to leave people out but we have so much support and truthfully you know each individual person that comes and buys a ticket it means something it does and um We had an incident at the last show. I don't know if you know about this, but um, JJ, who is just out of training, but still training, still really new, he decided that he, well, he was a heel that night. He was with Baracus, and he was... Shout out to my boy Baracus. Big B. He was trying to get in there and get a little heat, Mm -hmm. and uh, there was a young fan. He had his uh, sign by you know, sign, it's my birthday. And all these guys were going around, they were signing it, and then JJ picks it up, leaving out the ring, and just tears it up. And, I love it. (laughs) it, It's great for a heel thing, but people don't realize that normally, the people you do that to are smart fans. Like, if he would have did that to Caleb, or Big nasty, it wouldn't have been so bad as doing it to a, holy shit. Um, um, it'd been so bad doing it to a kid, yeah. and you know, especially, you know, uh, you know, a kid that comes enjoys the wrestling, you know, ruin this kid's life. So, and and JJ felt really bad about it, but I uh, I helped save the day with uh, some autographs from all the guys that signed it, and we took some stuff out there, and you know, this kid. Already, he he had an L.A. Hustler's shirt on, so you know what that means. He already makes poor decisions. Yeah, exactly. No, <laughs> <laughs> but no, we you know we try to take care of them, and that, that's kind of what we do because something like that, something small that we do for people, you don't even realize it sometimes, yep. it makes such a big difference in their life, and uh, you know that's kind of what we do. That's why you know I try to always promote doing the suicide walks and going out and supporting different things and supporting our community because they support us, uh, for like four years now. Mm -hmm. So pretty crazy. And I know we're going to talk about the first year, which was, had some interesting times. It did. Still some of them. I don't know if I could talk about, but Uh, maybe we'll see.
2: We'll see. Let's talk
0: about it. But, uh, speaking of which, so let's go back to the other part that got cut out here. Uh, we're talking about the, uh, CCW one night riot three show. And, uh, People are finally learning what I was trying to say from the get go—that
1: your boy Slammer is a terrible person. <laughs> Either he—he uh, he bashed at the beach, turned on uh, on Jackson Crowley, and um, I love it personally. I thought it was great. Mm-hmm. Um, and just telling Slammer what the what the deal was and what was going to happen—just his reaction was um complete shock. Uh, it's like I, if I told him that, you know, yeah. Hulk Hogan was here. That's the kind of look that he had on his face. He was so happy that Jimmy Hart was there, and you know, and and I put him as you know helping Jimmy do all the uh, pictures and autographs and Slammer's such a good dude, and uh, he, he's always been really cool. And um, it, it's uh, it's good to see uh, make that guy's dreams come true and stuff like that. And the fans, you know, you can you can tell like. I seen him put a picture out the other day. Like <laughs> that's all I ever wanted to do is be a wrestler, right? right? You know, not nice. You know, opportunity. We're not, you know, some of these big companies. You know, like, uh, um, you know, your your AEWs or whatever else. You know, ML even MLW. You know, we're not that kind of production. But the the stuff we do, I think we bring really quality wrestling mm-hmm. and uh, fun for the family. And so my question I, is. Yeah. When are you
0: going to bring me in to cut the Vince Russo Bash at the Beach 2000 promo against Hulk Hogan or Slammer Hogan? As soon
1: as we book Jeff (laughs) Jarrett for you to manage, I think we can do that. Is he going to lay down for for him? (laughs) Probably. Bring Jeff in just to lay down for Slammer? That'd be great. That'd be cool. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Uh, people don't realize how... First off...
0: People don't realize how close it was that Jeff Jarrett almost came here.
1: A couple times. But, uh,
0: super show for sure. I don't know if you know this or not, but Mm -hmm. as of, I guess, last I checked it was at the end of December. But, uh, Jeff Jarrett actually still follows us on the the CCW Instagram.
1: Oh, nice. I did not know that. I know he did for a while. Yeah. And, you know, he, uh, Jeff really cool. Have you, you met Jeff, right? Yeah, I've met Jeff. Okay. Super nice guy. Super nice. And, uh, you know, one of those, he's, he's what I like to call the professionals. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like that's, he gets it. Yeah. Yeah. He, he kind of understands and he knows the, the struggle too of running a company, but the dude is, uh, he's one of those that he, he's all about his money too. And he, he knows that he's got to get what he's got to get and he's Mm -hmm. doing certain things. and, it, unfortunately, it didn't work out, but hey, you know, a lot of stuff did work out for us. I, that And know. for him, I think it kind of worked out a little, you know, he got to go somewhere else and work,
0: so. Yeah, exactly. He, he wasn't, you know. And, and I think that's one of the things, like, with the business is uh, you get those guys that, uh, which is actually one of the questions we'll talk about here in a little bit, that we were asked on the socials. <clears throat> oh, yeah. But, uh, is you get those guys that really understand it. Two guys that also really understood the business talking to them quite a bit, which don't surprise you probably, was Homicide Hernandez. Yeah. Like, just talking with them and kind of trying to arrange how we wanted to do things, their response was always, hey, you're the one cutting us the check. You tell us what you want to do. And it's like, you know, with us, it's always been a partnership. So, you know, anytime we bring in anybody, it's kind of like, hey, you know, let's, we're not, we were never that demanding company was like, hey, we gotta have it this, 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 and this. Mm-hmm. It's like, hey, you tell us what you want to do and we'll tell you what we need to happen and let's get some kind of happy medium. Or, you know, if your goal is what our goal is, then hey, we'll go with it. You know, we're good like that.
1: Exactly. Well and, and here too in Missouri, you gotta like though the wrestlers aren't just going to come in and wrestle. They're gonna have to go through a little bit of Blood work, physicals, mm-hmm. getting that cine and getting that taken care of. So they gotta work a little bit to, to work here. Because if so, they don't, you can ask Impact Wrestling what happens. They will not wrestle. And uh, to go back to, we just a side note. Caleb Carter, I'm glad he's not covering uh, Impact back in the day because he four sides it wouldn't work. <laughs> but um, yeah, no the the guys that come in here and, and worked were yeah Homicide Hernandez. They, they were great, and they they worked, did everything that we asked, you know, mm-hmm. and, and they put on a great show, and they to be honest, they're two really great guys, you know, that, you know, if we're still friends with Hernandez right now, you know. I talk to day. Hernandez about every day. Yeah, so, I mean. A lot of stuff that we can't
0: talk about on the podcast, but. I thought you had an explicit rating. I do, but some of that stuff, uh,
1: <laughs> I think, uh, even would still get us kicked off the... Possibly. Possibly. I, I, either way, like I said, like, I've been really lucky to, to mm-hmm. the people that we've had here, you know, when you sit back and think about it, it's pretty crazy. You know, like, starting off with Ricochet, you know, him coming in and, you know, having his match here and in front of pretty much his hometown, um... Oh gosh, we start naming down people. I mean it's so much. Mm-hmm. Trevor Murdoch was at our first show. Yeah, we'll get to that uh, here in a second. Yeah. So I know we're gonna cover that. We'll cover all the first year and Well I tell you what, since you're so gun hole there to jump the gun on the first year. Jeez, sorry. Right. Let let's go ahead. Uh we were
0: actually talking about this before we started recording that neither one of our memories is worth uh very much these days. And uh so we're having to uh reference um
1: legalize legalized do Right, but anyways, <laughs> we're gonna have to reference the official Cape
0: Wrestling website, which you yourself can check out at home at capewrestling.com.
1: Exactly, there's a lot of cool stuff on there. You can go there, back at a roster and histories and all sorts of stuff.
0: And you can learn that in the beginning of time. We're not gonna start with. There's plenty of episodes, many of podcasts out there where we talked about how CCW started. Mm-hmm. But what we really want to do is cover. Kind of all the stuff that happened backstage and all the fun, juicy stuff that we may not necessarily could have talked about back then, or recently. So, let, let's start at the first show. I would have to say, it, the one thing that's always certain in the wrestling business is cards subject to change. Yeah. And I think you have to admit, those first couple of months, we tested the cards subject to change. Well, I mean... We didn't test it. It tested us.
1: It it did test us. The first one was probably the hardest. But it also, let me just add, that it also produced probably the best results possible Mm -hmm. out of it. I got to see who some people really were, how they acted, and then we got to find some diamonds in the rough.
0: Yeah, because looking at this uh, roster here, or looking at the initial flyer here. Yeah. Cape Comic Con and Cult of Cape Fade presents Cape Championship Wrestling. No name for the show. Yeah. Look at that. No names needed. It was just Cape
1: Championship Wrestling.
0: Looking at what was on the actual flyer here, half of these matches didn't happen. And some of these guys, I have no idea who they are. Still okay. to this day, I don't.
1: Now, let me see what they got up there. I'll tell you who they are. Who's
0: Mad Dog Dan Sawyer?
1: Mad Dog Dan Sawyer was a guy from uh, Alabama. Uh, he... Uh, he wrestled and uh, had his own organization in Alabama. Uh, he was uh, he's a pretty decent worker, but never, uh, you know, crazy enough, never made his way up here. So, Yeah, I mean. Was supposed to, but never made his way up here. Did that one also have Veronica on it? Yeah, yeah. it's supposed to be
0: a little bit in Veronica Fairchild.
1: We went through a couple different people. It was supposed to be her... Uh, it was supposed to be Stacy O'Brien at one she, time. I
0: don't know who Veronica Fairchild is.
1: Veronica um, was a wrestler in the uh, Tennessee area, okay. Alabama. Her dad owned, and uh, she worked. Uh, she was trained with Shawn Michaels a little bit, so she. Did she have
0: stuff. a tie to this Mad Dog Dance, Sawyer.
1: Yes, yes, they okay. they were both in Alabama at the time. So, <laughs> and you can see her in the feature film Jumanji, the number two. She's in that.
0: Is number two the? First remake or is the one that just came out?
1: The one that just came out.
0: I wasn't very good. Yeah, she well,
1: she was the rock. Oh, okay. Just, <laughs> I don't know what part she was, but she was in the movie, so okay. which is really cool. She's a super nice, uh, nice woman, and and uh, she's a good friend. So okay, that's awesome. So looking at this, this card was set to be, uh,
0: the inaugural show to crown the CCW heavyweight title. Yes. I remember uh, going actually I remember maybe a month. Let's see here, this was at the end of July, so this had to be at the end of June. I remember all of us here at the house, at the apartment, at the notorious Big Lee's boom boom room. One of these days I'm gonna slip up and give the address here. Yeah, well. It's okay, I give people the address here and they still get lost. All the buildings look the same. So But if
1: you could they could send gifts. That's right, they, they might could send do that. gifts. Yeah. Or maybe get a P.O. box.
0: Yeah. My fear is like the people that listen to my podcast. I don't know if I'd want them to send surprises anywhere. Oh, well, it could just be gift cards to Krispy
1: Kreme. I'm not a big Krispy Kreme fan. All right, we can't talk anymore about this. Go back to it. <laughs> <son>. You know, <laughs> you know. hey, you can always
0: send digital gift cards to Big Lee's World at com, especially Cracker Barrel ones. I don't think you can send Cracker Barrel digital cards. Right, but, just send me
1: those damn biscuits.
0: Right? Or hey, just DM <laughs> me and say, hey, I want to take you out for breakfast, Big Lee. <laughs> That'll work. I'm like, hey. So. Like I said, so I remember talking about this month. We're trying to figure out uh, tr- getting a plan of action, something in the local community to get it going. And it was to find, th- what we wanted to do was find somebody local mm-hmm. to be the first GM. Mm-hmm. Yes. And do you
1: remember who our first choice was going to be? Um. He's like, no. I remember who it ended up being. Yeah, um, but I don't think he was the first choice. He wasn't. He was the second. He was the second. Was the first one uh, Kirby? Yes.
2: Okay, Kirby Ray.
0: So it's funny. I remember suggesting it to you and Ken. It's like, hey, Kirby Ray with Real Rock ninety nine point three. Like he's really big in the area. People love him. You uh, know, let's try to reach out to him and let's see what we could do to get something going. I knew that I would be seeing him a couple days later, at the. Is it the Lawless Harley Davidson? Yeah. When they were doing their 4th of July thing and they had a uh, jackal out there.
2: hmm
0: And uh, so I ran into him. I saw him. I was like, hey, man, this is what I have going on. Do you want to be a part of it and come in as our GM? And he said, no. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, no. I, wrestling's not, I'm not a big wrestling person. It's not really my thing to be a part of. Reach out to this guy, Hunter Hendricks. Yeah, Double so, H. Yep. So I actually DM'd him on Twitter, kind of explained to him, and he jumped on the opportunity. Yeah. So now we had our local, our local celebrity tie mm-hmm. to uh, kind of help get out there and help move some tickets. So with that being said, let's go into the card here. The uh, for the heavyweight title.
1: I'm apparently not too good at reading on the spot here, but well, you can tell me who it was. I don't know if it's actually the people in it because well, have...
0: actually they put the results on here. Okay, okay. where uh, so it was a, first off is the cult of K face still a thing?
1: Yes, they are still on Facebook. They're still a, a big thing. Um, it's just it doesn't get a lot of attention around where it, it was a lot bigger a couple of years ago okay. around here. But yeah, still going Because cool. I left the group because it just got too much nonsense, too much people complaining. Oh, so you were in a group with wrestling fans and there was complaining? Yes. Oh, okay. Crazy. Dude, on a side
0: note to all this, anybody that knows knows, like, I pretty well, like, my interest stepped away from mainstream wrestling and focused really on deathmatch wrestling.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So, of course, when I left the cult to kayfabe, that put me, like, oh, where am I going to follow for deathmatch wrestling? So, joined the deathmatch Facebook group. You know, it's the same thing. All they do is complain. So I joined a different one, and all they do is complain. Mm-hmm. And it's like, good God, people. Like, enjoy wrestling without complaining so much. It's really hard nowadays. So anyways, <laughs> with that being said, so we go, it looks like according to this, the first match was Brandon Barbwire defeats sexy Sarge O'Reilly with Jeff O'Dell. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So this was Brandon face, hometown hero.
1: Well, yeah, actually at that time Jeff O'Dell was not with Brandon. Uh Jeff O'Dell um was just scouting. He uh he wasn't with anybody in that match. Um he wrestled um I said Sarge and Brandon uh wrestled the first match. Uh Brandon was actually the babyface and Sarge was the heel. Mm-hmm. So,
0: was you worried about bringing Sarge cape for first night out?
1: No. Um the thing about Sarge is he um during that time, I, I didn't have a whole lot of. We were on a pretty tight budget, and I didn't have the outreach that I do now. So the people that I wanted to use, um, Brandon Sarge, um, I'm drawing it right. Yeah, Brandon Sarge, Billy Hills, um, and then there was um, Jeff, and. Um, you really don't want to say the guy's name, do you? A little bit. No, well, because... Okay, I'll kind of get into that here in just a second. But it's not the... Um, I'm forgetting one major person. I can't remember who it is that I, I always wanted to to uh, well, use I'm, in that. That I knew w- w- was going to give me... Well, I mean, w- there's
0: only four people in the tournament.
1: Well, in the tournament, yeah. But, but... Oh, Osby. That's what it was. Because Osby actually ended up retiring that night because of an injury. He, uh, right. he actually... Uh, I think he ended up breaking his neck a couple months beforehand with Isaiah and the DDT uh, that he took. So, At he the Ashley McClure Memorial Show. Yes, the Ashley McClure Show in Tennessee. He was working uh, him and... Um, he was working Isaiah and Two Tough Tony. Mm-hmm. Ended up uh, taking Tornado DDT and break his neck. But those were like my after five... Vader
0: came out there and threw a fit.
1: <sighs> that was after <laughs> five, uh, you know, five guys that I knew I could trust. And... Uh, everything else was kind of a learning experience. There was mm. another local guy uh, that was there, Jason Vaughn. And well, hold on,
0: you're skipping ahead. Sorry. So we covered the Sarge here. Yep. Yeah. So we talked about Osby dropping the KOK title. Yeah. He retired. Yep. Yeah. Did they ever have another champion after him?
1: No, because he kept the belt. Because it's really nice. It
0: yeah, was it was nice. a really nice belt. I was, will say that it was
1: great. It's in his trophy case. So you're saying that Osby's a belt mark. Osby is did not want to. And I agree with him. Like there. a guy's the belt, don't he? Yeah. Well, a guy made it for him okay. and gave it to him. So there was a lot of people wanting him to work for the, you know, like wrestle around with it and drop it. At one time he was supposed to lose it to Chris Hero and Chris Hero is supposed to go defend it uh, for the KOK thing, but it didn't end up working out and it worked for the best. He has the title put up at his house mm-hmm. and it's nice. Right. So with
0: that being said, we go on to uh, the next match. Farmer Billy Hills with Sweet Sarah Summers defeats Fury Jason Vaughn.
1: Yes. Um, this was our first issue that we had. Um, I don't know if you remember this, but there was some calls to... Because um, I, I kind of booked the show. I knew how it wanted to go. Um, I knew how I wanted it to be and how everything to work out. Um that's when we got the famous line from Jason Vaughn. Why would I lose to a guy that looks like that? Mm-hmm. And uh, that's also the the time that I knew, like, this guy is not going to be a future CCW guy. He'll be here for a while, you know, until I can figure everything out. But um, to me, he's that... A, he's filler. Yeah, he's filler. because here, here's the thing. Billy Hills, no matter if he was baby or heel, was more over... Than, than that guy would ever be mm-hmm. anywhere, and uh, uh, shout out to Billy. Yep. Shout Billy. out to Joshua. Yeah. Shout out, to, yeah, to Joshua. Uh, but yeah, no. Billy was um, a professional first and foremost. Mm-hmm. Which, when he said that to me, and he he was threatening not to come to the show because they had to lose, um, that showed that he was not one to me. But he ended up coming. He did uh, did we said do, and then we kind of. Went on from there. But, yeah, that was the kind of backstory. That was the first drama we ever had at CCW, really.
0: Followed by the second drama, the
1: professional farmer Billy Hills, making people
0: cry. I,
1: he's a heel. That's yeah. what he's supposed to do. He did it. Yeah. Um,
0: he put over Billy for being a heel, but you get on the JJ for tearing up some kid's sign. Hey,
1: but that was verbal, not physical. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> big difference. Um, yeah, so, I mean... Uh, is what it is there. But, yeah, Billy uh, uh went on to face Brandon for the championship. We're not there yet. But you just said who won.
0: No, I didn't. I said who won that match.
1: Yeah, but there was only t- <laughs> But there was more matches. Well, yeah, but that went for the title. Next up, Davey Vega. Yeah.
0: Versus some, I don't know who this Hollis Jarreau guy is.
1: Hollis Jarreau, man. Like, he, uh, this is what I was talking about earlier. You know yeah, I, I know. I know Hollis Jarreau. Um, this is shout out to Hollis if yeah, you listening to this definitely I'm, I'm gonna make sure you listen to it come tag you it so you get to hear my thoughts but first time um I had oh gosh I don't even remember what his name was then uh but it was it was another guy on the card we're gonna talk about in another match but uh um, next match yeah so we had a couple people fall out and the guy called me he's like hey I got this kid he's he's new but he can come down he, you know he's okay in the ring and, um, he came in and I gave him a match with, uh, uh, with Davey Vega and Hollis did, Hollis did pretty well. And cause I think
0: Davey had just gotten back from Japan at this time.
1: Davey was, yeah, he just got back from that. We just went and seen him like the month before, uh, against, uh, Sanjay Dutt, uh, mm-hmm. over there in Marion and Force. had a great match. And, you know, if you know Davey now, you know, he's freaking awesome. I yeah. mean he's he, the the best in the world is one of the best tag team. Probably the best indie tag team out there that's not signed yet. Um but I, I don't know about that. I, I agree. I think they are. I mean they they're the evolved tag team champions. They're they're pretty legit. Um you but, know but when they come
0: to me in the best indie tag team out there. I'm loyal to my boys. Yeah. The Rejects. Yeah.
1: I know you are. But I mean I'm talking about people like the rejects wrestle when you know, they they don't go to evolve and stuff. I'm just talking about, like, people that would get signed, you know. So, why are you scared to book the rejects? They, I, not that I'm scared to book the rejects. It's just one of those things where I don't know if it what they're good at and what they're – it doesn't really fit into what Missouri allows. Like, if I was running the, I, the rejects, you could bring them and start – I don't even know if they want to come to Tennessee. But if you brought them into Tennessee and let them run an angle – it would get over huge. They go. They would go good because they can go into that line of doing hardcore stuff and and still doing here. You're in such a small bubble. Like even some of the guys um, that we uh, that we were talking about last night that do just risque stuff, mm-hmm. not even hardcore stuff, doesn't necessarily fit what ownership or what might be. You know okay in the Bible Belt. I think we were pushing it with Joey Ryan. Uh, I just love Joey, and people love him, and uh, it got over, but, you know... I it, still
0: think a great match would be the Hustlers and the
1: Rejects. Mm-hmm. Maybe, uh... Maybe Next Cage Chaos. <laughs> you know? Uh, maybe maybe Next Cage Chaos. Maybe, uh... Um, maybe if we end up doing that show, uh, we... I didn't even tell you that, but we, we, this guy wanted to talk to us about doing a fair in Pulaski County. Yeah. So. It's in Illinois. Yeah. So that would give us a, uh, you know, something pretty cool there. But yeah,
0: let's just make sure, I don't know if Bradley listens to the podcast. Probably not. I, I doubt it. You know. Not, they we get
1: internet for two hours in Arkansas from okay. six to eight. So. so that's true.
0: That's true. <laughs> and usually by then he's already in bed, so. <laughs> exactly. But, um, you know. Well, if he, in this case, I've told him I want to have him on a guest on here. I probably to have to explain to him what a podcast is. Yeah. But nonetheless, like, if that's the case, let's keep it a secret. Because I don't want him to necessarily try to figure out who the rejects are. I want to be a surprise.
2: Mm-hmm. That's you know.
1: So, anyways, Vega, this Hollis guy. Yeah. Like I was saying about Hollis, um, the thing that he had a good match. Yep. It wasn't a great match, but it was good. And it was solid. He didn't... There was nothing that I look back on like, oh, man, you need to do this, this, this. The thing that got me with Hollis is he stayed after the show. And he helped break down the ring, put it up, before, and then he still had a six-hour drive back. And right then I told myself, I'm going to use this kid going forward. And we've had a lot of of guys come in here and wrestle and stuff. Mm -hmm. But... I feel like from beginning to end, from building a guy and working with them until they're at now, <clears throat> Hollis is probably number one on that list. I would honestly have to say, like,
0: I love Hollis. Anybody anybody that knows, like, like, Hollis and I are like this, but I would have to, I have to attribute a lot of CCW success to a
1: guy like Hollis,
2: mm-hmm.
1: you know. Where well, our main goal was to get, to build our own stars. Right. That was always the goal, and... You know, I I have to have when I'm booking matches. I take a little bit more responsibility because I want to I want to put on good matches, but I also for young guys, mm-hmm. I want to put them in situations where they can learn. That's the big thing about Marco. You know, I mean, he is like the the guy here. You know, right. like when people talk about CCW, they talk about Marco. It just goes hand in hand. And <clears throat> but Marco didn't come in as a big superstar. He come in as a bodyguard. For anyway. Jeff Odell, he was Jeff Odell's bodyguard, okay. and then we built him for that. That he wrestled Austin; people got to see what he can do, and then he just went more and more and more, and, and you know, just built him up. And that's kind of what I like to do. And um, so you're welcome, Tony Khan. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Checks, checks in the mail, right? Um, hopefully for, to me, I'm not paying Tony Khan, yeah. but uh, the so the, Matt, that's Hollis my is question awesome, is though.
0: like, well, AEW like cut CCW a check for help to get some of their roster already licensed. I was thinking about that, that and Ring of Honor.
1: <laughs> it, I doubt they will, but, uh, it, uh, um, you know, skip for those guys that they've wrestled here before and mm-hmm. they have to go through all that stuff. And sit back and laugh. Know, yeah. I, I don't want to do the blood work anymore in physical. Well, um, yeah, you know, the commissions kind of changed that and loosened up a little bit. They give us a year instead of six months now. That's a big help. But anyway, to go back to it, Hollis was probably the bright star out of that night mm-hmm. that you know is still with the company. He worked our first show. He he. I don't know if Hollis ever missed a show. Maybe one or two out, out of four years, and that's something crazy. So so shout out to
0: Hollis. Much love, brother. We yep. look forward to seeing you soon. Next up, I think. The, Okay, I skipped the line here. Jake Durden defeats Genesis. Genesis. Oh,
1: Genesis. That was really interesting. Um, So do you think it was a smart decision to book Jake Durden to beat up Phil Collins? Let me tell you, I I don't think there could have been a better, you know. Phil Collins gets a lot of hate, and Mm -hmm. I think it's well-deserved. And people want to see him get beat up. Yeah. But, uh, Jake, having Jake, uh, is all, I've always been a Jake Durden fan. Even today, um, you know, he's wrestled for us a lot during the years. And mm-hmm. he even took that little break to work for, uh, whatever the name was up in, the in, was it the NWL? NWL, yeah. Up in that area. And, you know, when he came back, he came and killed it. And I mean, he, he's a guy that I don't know why he isn't, like, signed to some of these major promotions because I think he's super talented. Um, but Nemesis had a cool story too, because <clears throat> after that match, he, Genesis. Had, is it, what, what was his name? Genesis. Genesis, sorry. It doesn't matter. He, uh, that, <laughs> I'm that, like, who's that, Nemesis? that, that name lasted for one show. Um, I think one, one or two shows, but after that, he, uh, he, he became the blaster. And uh, became a, a fan favorite, and he did, yeah. People ended up loving him, so that was really cool.
0: He was one of the first people I've seen at CCW who uh probably made more of his gimmick table than he did in his PO. Oh, yeah! Oh, yeah! So, with that being said, next match on the card, Little Bit defeats Diamond Doll,
1: Diamond Doll, and Little Bit, yep. Um, very first uh women's match at CCW. Um. Yeah, I mean, it kind of, kind of built onto the feud. I think Sarah actually got in there too, and <clears throat> those with Nikki Lane. Those are the first four mm-hmm. females that pretty much ran CCW for yeah, years, really. I mean, they they were going back and forth. Um, you know, uh, Diamond Doll. Uh, I don't think she she doesn't really work anymore. She that's kind of um, she doesn't get in the ring. She's kind of moved along with her career, but. A little piece of my heart broke when she quit coming to CCW. Yeah, yeah. And, and it was nothing that was, you know, she was just kind of looking out for herself. Right. And, and I always agree with that. There's one thing that, or two things. I say you got to work family first when it comes to wrestling. And you got to take care of yourself. Mm-hmm. Because the, the matches, the money... It's not gonna matter, you know. No, you a, the money, a, yeah, a, yeah <laughs> the money. Is it worth it? Is it worth getting hurt where you can't live your life anymore? So, I, I'm I'm very uh, encouraging of uh, people if they want to step away. I want them to step away and get better. And you know, when they want to come back, then come to me. But uh, Dom Doll was awesome. She was great to have. And uh, you know that that was a that was a pretty good match. It really got. I don't know how many people watch women's wrestling live before that here you know mm-hmm. I'm sure WWE came and had their their matches and stuff but independent I don't think there was really that much around no. before then I mean I well I remember Awesome Kong
0: yeah Awesome Kong versus Mischief mm-hmm. that was like what seven8 yeah when NWA and TNA split and they had to drop the belt and put it on Mischief mm-hmm. so with that being said main event Barbwire defeats Farmer Billy Hills with Sweet Sarah Summers to become the first CCW champion. This included the hill turn from Billy. <laughs> yeah. And this led to Jake Durden coming to the... Uh, wait. Yeah, Jake Durden came to ringside to save. To make the save.
1: Who'd he save? I guess he saved Vaughn. I'll, t- I'll tell you how it went. So, Billy and Brandon Russell... Um, Brandon... Wait, it's Billy and Brandon. They didn't wrestle. They wrestled. They wrestled. Sorry. So, Brandon ended up, you know, winning the match. Afterwards, Sarge came out and... um, Let me think. Um, Sarge came out and they were going to jump Brandon. Brandon turned... And Jason Vaughn came running out to make the save. Two baby face, two heels. Brandon turned on Vaughn, all three of them, with Jeff O'Dell. Jeff, Billy, Sarge, and Brandon... Uh, just started beating down Vaughn. Durden came out, made the save, ran everybody off. And it was the first, you know, it was our first show, and we already had a heel turn mm-hmm. uh, in the main event, and it really set the tone. People got excited about it. People were like, holy crap. So then this led to uh Durden getting
0: a title shot at the next show. Absolutely. But what I want to point out here is this, you know. The headliner of the night was Trevor Murdoch. However, Trevor Murdoch did not wrestle. Yeah. Is it true that he was hurt? Or did he not want to get his blood work physical?
1: Um there was a situation with uh, him being cleared to wrestle uh, by his physician and he was not able to wrestle. He still came and signed and stuff, but uh, you know, he did he did not do anything in the ring. Alright, so let's move to the second show. Yep. Yeah. So at this point,
0: our roles at CCW at going to the first show to the set going up to the first show up to the first show to the second show was. You were booking. I handled social media that wasn't Facebook because Ken didn't trust me with the Facebook that he would trust me enough to deal with Twitter and Instagram because Ken did not know what it was. Yeah, fairly accurate. I'd say so. Yeah, and then I—I I didn't, didn't know you weren't on the Facebook. Yeah, dude, that was a big ordeal. Like I was with the company at least a year. I want to say up up to the first Super Show before I got added to Facebook. Really? Because Ken didn't trust me. Oh wow! Because of my demeanor, I guess you could say. <laughs> but nonetheless, <laughs> that's kind of where we was at. So yeah. uh, with the show, uh, kind of made reference. Uh, like I said, I. I didn't work the door, like, I did the Twitter and the Instagram, but I just kind of filled in for different tasks that needed to be done, take a couple of side photos to kind of put out as advertisement. Yeah, uh, usher, you were, like, yeah, yeah, you have to people to the seats Seats, (laughs) pseudo-security, and I had to go get Billy, go confront Billy. My first time really talking to Billy Hills was to go yell at him over uh, hurting some people's feelings, which... I know with y'all's current relationship with uh, management, I won't get into that too much. But um, yeah, so that was kind of my real first introduction to Billy and what would lead to come further. But we'll get to that in a second. So let's get to the Super Show, or or not Super Show, the first homecoming. Like I said, our roles in the company is pretty well established at this point. Mm -hmm. First match, Tony Kazina, CJ Shine, defeats, defeats CJ Shine. You know, Tony was one one of those people I always liked having at CCW. Mm -hmm. He taught me about the business of the wrestling business. Mm -hmm. You know, I always loved the fact that Tony would bring, set up gimmick. He may have a little bit of gimmick of himself, but he would bring wrestling gimmick and dollar toys. Because he's like, hey, my gimmick may not sell as much as somebody else's. But with these kids, they want these dollar toys and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So he had a
1: great mind for the
0: business. Tony
1: he was, was a great wrestler. Well, a lot of people I don't know if they realize like what like how good Tony was. Mm-hmm. Like Tony Tony Casino was legit and and it still is. Um, no, he's he's somewhere doing it in the Falai Dojo. Yeah, he is the head trainer for Bad Luck Falai in New I think it's New Zealand. Mm-hmm. Um so he uh he trained some of the best wrestlers you know, uh, around and some great guys doing it. I mean, he had, he trained uh, Davy Richards. He trained Kyle O'Reilly. Let's start out saying some of the best and you started with Davey Richards. Well, I was getting to Kyle. Okay. But, uh, slow build. Man. Yeah. Yeah. But, um you know, Tony, Tony was super knowledgeable before we even had our first show. I met with Tony at a Starbucks in St. Louis and we had lunch and, we talked about stuff and talked about you know how, how we want to do stuff. How you know he gave me some good advice mm-hmm. and I really appreciate that. Uh, Tony's always been a super nice, dude. Um, but yeah, he uh, CJ young young wrestler coming in for us. Uh, I know he still wrestles in the Saint Louis area. He hadn't been to CCW in a little while, a couple years. But uh, yeah, Tony uh, Tony got that win, and uh, um, you yeah, know I'm sure it was a great match. Drop dead Del
0: Wild defeats B. T. Daramola. Daramola. Okay. Um, Here's what I know about Del While He came into one show mm-hmm. and he never came back because he was told that he would never be a star here. He would be a star in the NWA in West Tennessee, which we know how that... If you're a wrestling fan, you know that did not play out because uh, once Billy Corgan bought the NWA, he pulled all the license from all
1: these little territorial companies. Smart move. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, no, I mean, that match, um, I don't, I don't remember. remember BT that much. I, I remember his look and everything, but... Uh, yeah, I was uh, going to say, I look at it, I have no idea who this is. Yeah. There's not even a picture
0: of him. Like, I just see the name here, and I'm like, I yeah. have no idea who I
1: it. remember him a little bit, but, um, yeah, I mean, that's that's kind of a wash match. So Uh defeats sexy Sarge O'Reilly with Jeff O'Dell. Yeah, that was one of the big... Um, uh, Hollis came in the first night. He was kind of a heel versus Vega. And um, one thing about Sarge and the reason I like using him so much is he he can get guys over. Mm-hmm. And I knew that I liked Hollis a lot and I wanted to do something with him, so I get let him get the upset on Sarge to really kind of boost him. Pro- up yeah, to boost yeah. him up, propel him, and, and and let him do some stuff. So that was really good. Uh, and then that was the uh, we. I'm sure we'll go into other things, but that was the. Um, the time that Sarge is actually starting to turn the mm-hmm. turn uh, turn his ways. Next up, Diamond Doll
0: defeats a little bit in this uh, series of matches. Like I said just a second ago, mm-hmm. the fact that Diamond Doll is not wrestling anymore, no longer come around CCW.
1: She was money. there at the last show. Well, why didn't you tell me that when I was there? I would have stayed. She was gone. I didn't know she was coming. But yeah, she came. She came to the last show because her son is one of the tag team champions now for CCW. Yep. Gage. King's Court. and See, if you would have told me that I would have
0: stayed.
1: I, I well, not know. about
0: the tag parks. I knew that, but... No, no. I, I didn't know she was coming either. so It was a surprise. Uh, yeah, I ended up going a little bit just backstage because uh, Mr.
1: Wells called me to panic <laughs> over uh, <laughs> a plane ticket printing. God bless Jimmy Hart. Hey, that whole using your phone to get on the airplane doesn't yeah. work for him.
0: But to, like I said, honestly, the best part about it was I was hanging out with my neighbor and uh, we were getting ready to go out to the Local arcade here and hang out for a little bit before the fight Saturday night, and uh, that's when he got the call and uh, he went with me because he's in the car. He went with me there to drop the paperwork off, and Jimmy was in a panic, and uh, he's like, "Are you sure? Are you sure?" And my buddy is on the heads of TSA here, so he's kind of yeah. like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, we're, yeah pretty sure. pretty we're pretty sure, pretty sure, Jimmy. Just trust me." Yeah. Next up, the Missouri Wrestling Revival Championship. Ugh. Yeah, Sve defeats uh, Farmer. Via pinfall. Cool. Do you regret having Missouri Wrestling
1: Revival over here? No, I don't regret it at all. I mean, at the beginning, it was it was good because we were going to get publicity from uh, the Missouri Wrestling Revival, which was, you know, looked at Missouri. A lot of people looked at their their website. A lot of people followed them. So, anytime we can get anything like that, it was good. Um, later on down the line, it became a nuisance. More So, we can't a, get away the big secret. Well, I don't even know what the big secret is I don't think. The, the the match that never happened? Are you talking about that? I don't know about that. Oh yeah. You're talking about like the parking lot thing? No. Well the boiler room brawl match. Oh the boiler room I thought it was parking lot bra. No it was boiler room okay. brawl. But,
2: um, I no, I
1: meant like
0: Never mind. We probably shouldn't give. We shouldn't pull back that curtain, should we? I I I don't know what you're talking about, so I guess we shouldn't. If I don't know what you're talking about, so do you not remember why they had to have why there was going to be the boiler room broth match? About certain things not being authorized.
1: Uh. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. So is that well, so is, there, there, like, is that the, one of those things that we can't really talk well, about? Well, there with the Missouri Wrestling Revival Championship, it came with a lot of rules, and they had their own set. And when you're doing like stuff we do with storylines and stuff, it can, unless you just have an exhibition match, it can add a lot of stuff on that you don't want. So but nobody wants an
0: exhibition match.
1: You know, when you when you come to CCW, you have top
0: level talent matches. And if that's the case, it should not matter what the result of that match is if a belt changes hands. Our talent that we brought in was good enough
1: to have that belt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I agree so, so. And, and like I said, it, it was okay for the first while doing it, but maybe the first year, half a year, and then mm-hmm. after that it came, it came harder and harder. So next up, Brandon Barbar
0: defeats Jake Durden via pinfall. For the seat C- to retain the CCW championship,
1: yes.
0: Uh, honestly, I don't remember much about this match. Yeah, it was, um, Brandon- and when I say, let me let me present, let me what's the word? Is it position? It's not position, it's a uh, preface it. Let me preface it with this. With a, and we'll get to that because it's actually the main event, the next match here. This is our like, well, it's our second show. This is our first time we had uh. Trevor here for the first show, Trevor, Mm -hmm. well, look at that. We had Trevor the first show, we had Trevor the second show. Exactly. So, with this one, this was our first real big, like, uh, superstar to come in. And if you don't know about how, this is kind of more like behind the scenes stuff I want to talk about, there is, a big ticket guy comes in, a lot of that money is made off of the meet and greet. Mm
2: Mm-hmm.
0: With him, that he was our first big meet and greet, and it still amazes me that Ken wouldn't trust me to be on the Facebook, but he trusted me to be at the meet and greet. Um, Well, actually, do you remember it wasn't a meet and greet? So, here's the thing. The way the original deal was set up, we did the meet and eat. Yes. Which was a fiasco in itself. It was crazy. We never did it. Did we do a second one of those? No.
1: That was the first and only one. I, like, we
0: were, I remember we had talked about it doing it for Hardy, Matt Hardy. Yeah. And then it's like, no, because it was just too short a time. Yeah. We didn't have enough but, time. But um, we did that. That was an interesting endeavor. And then standing with him at the merch table while he was out there. Yeah. Trying to recoup that split. Yeah. So, my mind was just thinking about that. And then knowing is like, okay, so we got to get ready because then uh, we're going to do the uh,
1: in-ring photos. So that was pretty well what all I could think about. Yeah, we, we definitely did that. Which, the uh, another little behind-the-scenes thing when it came to that is, so I, Ken wanted to do something big. Mm-hmm. And he wanted to have somebody here that would definitely draw... And the, the name, do you remember the name that was the first on his list and what, what was he, he was wanting to go with? No. James Storm. Really? That was his. And I don't remember that. I, uh, I feel like I sold him on Ricochet a little bit because, you know, at that time Ricochet just not too long before that had his match with Ospreay Mm -hmm. and it was the whole talk of, of wrestling. And I sold him on that, saw him that he was a local guy and coming back. And, um, I remember during the first show, he announced that he was coming to the second one and got a really good reaction. And, uh, that was the first big show we had. I think we had close to 500 people mm-hmm. there. And it definitely came a history match with
0: Ricochet defeating the best of the best Austin Lane. Yeah. And
1: Austin Lane's debut, right. uh, at CCW. And that match, no one knew, uh, I mean, I searched high and low for an opponent, and um, my wife said, "Hey, why don't you use Austin?" And I thought about it for a little while, and I was like, "You know what? Yeah, let's let's use Austin." And it was probably one of the best decisions that that we made, thanks to her. It was it was a good one because what it did it it made Austin Lane a star here after Ricochet left, and that was that was really cool. But Austin, they had. So such an awesome match. I mean, Austin went, went toe-to-toe with Ricochet and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, was there with him, high-flying, and, and, and did it all. So, it was it was good. So, with that, everything kind
0: of stayed the same here. We move on to the best of the best, the third show. Now, after this show, we'll get into some of the transitions that had to be, that was made. But, uh, we'll quickly go through this one. Hollister defeats CJ Shine. Mm-hmm. Jason Vaughn defeats Blaster in a mm-hmm. double countout. Little Beat, Little Beat, Little Bit <laughs> defeated Diamond Doll in an I Quit match.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Was this the blow-off or was yeah. there another match after I this? think that,
1: that was the blow-off match. Okay.
0: Uh, Sexy Sarge defeated Farmer Billy by disqualification. Espy uh, defeated Ace Hawkins. And in the main event, the best of the best Austin Lane was Psycho defeated CCW champion Brandon Barbwire become the number one contender for the CCW championship.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Started their history together. Started
0: their history. Mm-hmm. This was big for me because I was. it was our first introduction of bringing Psycho to yeah. Cape. Yeah. And, uh...
1: I remember a lot of stuff about that night. Um... And a lot of stuff that had to do with Psycho, you know. If people don't know, we we lost lost Psycho back last year. And Psycho, for me personally, was a big... <sighs> he was a big influence on my life in right. wrestling. Because the first ever wrestling match I had, he was in it. Uh, first person that ever made me bleed in a match, <laughs> it was him. Uh, there was... He was... He, he loved my wife. Like, him right. and Pappy were big fans of my wife. They went together, they called her, you know, uh, they would always do the love you a lot a bit. And, you know, they do all that kind of stuff. And it was really cool. And, you know, psycho was, I always had different guys as kind of my mentors. Mm-hmm. I kind of looked for Sarge was a different, but they were different people, you know, like Sarge and, and psycho was definitely one that I could call and get advice from and talk to. And, um, he was gone a long time. Like I think he didn't wrestle maybe a year or two before he came to CCW, mm-hmm. and we started promoting him, building him up, doing all this stuff. And I remember when he came out, the smile on his face because the crowd was chanting Psycho, right? But no one really knew who he was. It was just the build up that we created for him, and he came back to the back and looked at me like, "How the hell does anybody know who I am?" I'm like, Dave, we just built you up as that monster, and you went out there and killed mm-hmm. it. I remember, I think, did he do in-ring photos with Austin? Yes, because I remember telling him about this, and he looked at me like, that's crazy.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, wait,
0: nobody's going to pay for a picture with me.
1: Dude, we sold
0: a bunch of a photos. A bunch
1: of photos with I will Austin say,
0: the photos with Austin and Psycho, we probably sold more of them than there were some guys that we brought in. Well, there's some guys that went to WWE after us, and... uh we saw more photo ops with them, too, than we did with him.
1: Yeah, exactly. And it, it was really cool. And it made me feel good that I could give back to him.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, because I think he really deserved it. There, I, I feel like, unfortunately, he, he was cut short in his life from doing what he... I mean, Psycho had some good runs. I mean, did, people yeah. knew who he was. I mean, there's stuff with him and Necro Butcher, you know, that you sent me. There's... You know, there's stuff. Him and uh, Pondo were really mm-hmm. close. I mean, he did the hardcore rounds, and he did all the stuff. But him and Crazy, Mary, well, I guess was it Sarah Logan now? Yeah, Crazy Mary. You know, they they did their stuff. The, I feel like if he was still around and healthy and had another year or two before he got sick, um, and he could come here and wrestle, he it would have been, it been some, Yeah, he would have right. been something here. Like,
0: because uh, what a lot of people don't realize is like. There was a lot of chat through multi, group chat with the three of us trying to work deals to get him, you know, before everything yeah. got really bad, for him to come in and actually wrestle.
1: Well, and the, another unfortunate part is during that time that he tried that, he he got rejected by his doctor mm-hmm. because of his heart. It wouldn't pass the test and stuff, which it really did suck. But on the end, when it looked back, and I, you know, you always ask, you know, is there something I could have done different or whatever? You know, when someone passes away and this one, I think, I think we kind of made him his last, when he looks back at his last memories in wrestling, I think he, he would have been really happy yeah. about his stuff here. Cause he, he came back again and did the same, you know, did a couple things with us right. after that. But my only regret is we didn't push him hard enough
0: to get fully physical and licensed when he was here.
1: Yeah. Um, Whether we had to cut a few corners or whatever. It die, like, <laughs> yeah yeah to get him in there but yeah i mean i i look i know he was when he looked back here he had fond memories of CCW i i still had the last um maybe it was the last text message that we talked about he was in the hospital
2: mm-hmm.
1: and it was after the super show uh this last year he uh he's like hey man send me the link to uh so i can watch Austin Lane versus Christopher Daniels I was like, I'll send you the whole link to the whole show. And he said he was watching some movies. Like, I'm going to watch it right after this. I don't know if he ever did, but he that's that was he wanted to, uh, to watch Austin. So so I still have the chair because we needed a chair
0: that night, I remember, for a spot. And uh, he used it. And, like, he was so worried about it. He's like, man, you know this is going to get dented. This is going to get hurt. Like, they use it. I'm like, that's fine. So I still have that chair over there. <laughs> that's probably one of my more prized possessions. Yep. But, uh, yeah, I mean, Psycho is one of those things, it's like, I've talked about it before, it's like, one of my first real, like, indie wrestling memories is in Malden, him and, uh, James Arnaz, and, uh, <laughs> their terrible decisions to, you know, they start in the back doing a hardcore match, I guess, back in those days, uh, Missouri wasn't as strict on the rules, but, uh,
2: Anyways.
1: There was at least a 50% chance that was the outlaw show. Uh, which, if you don't know, an outlaw show is no commissioners. They didn't pay for anything. They're just running the show and hoping they don't get caught.
0: Exactly. And uh, at that point, they started swinging light tubes as they got closer and closer to the crowd. I was coming back from the concession stand with a hamburger. Mm-hmm. Which, at the time, like the people running at and they make great hamburgers. Okay. But uh, uh s was in the wrong spot. He moved psycho, swung the light tube, and hit me with it. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. completely breaks character and just looks. And he's like, are you okay? Are you okay? It's like, yeah, man, I'm good. I just want to eat my burger. <laughs> so that's always my first real memory of psycho. And then oh, through yeah. the years, uh, I remember, uh, one of the last shows they ran at Kennett, like, you know, wait, like we ended up actually setting with his, uh, it was his grandparents. Mm. And, uh, so "It's a good time. Yep. October we moved. Well, before we get to October, if I get the timeline right, this is where the first time that we had heard that there was a possibility that there was no beat, no more CCW.
1: No, actually, that was. Between September and October, I believe. I think it was before the. Okay, so we got presented um, before the. Um, sep- uh, right after. The September show. This we was get, when we were having all of our meetings yeah, at the Popeyes. Exactly, and Ken was basically told us, "Hey, look, um, I'm not I'm not losing money, but I'm not making any here. I don't know if I can front this money up front. <clears throat> I'm going to do one more show, and then you know I'm going to head out from there. And uh, uh, you know, and he kind of asked if we would come on as partners, but at that time. I knew we had something and there was no way I was going to give up on it. So I was going to go in there and then you were one of the first like, let's do it. Let's jump on. And that's how we became partners. And And history was made from there. Exactly. Because crazy enough, like the gate for the the Brandon Austin was okay. It wasn't like a a huge crowd. We may have had like 150 to Mm. 200. It wasn't huge. But the... The poster sales that night with Psycho and them signing everything and in, in Austin. Um, it gave him a, a, So he made money on that night. And uh, then we went on after that. And then October was the first one we all joined together.
0: And that was also the first one we went on the road for.
1: And we made shirts. you remember that? Do what? We made shirts for October in Chaffee.
0: Yes. I thought you said we made it to church. I was like,
1: no. No. no I would never say that to you. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. So
0: we make it to Chaffee. October, the first Red Devil's Revenge at the VFW Hall. Uh,
1: the VFW. It wasn't feeling. originally
0: going to be at the VFW.
1: No, it was supposed to be at the high school. And then the, uh, whoever, the superintendent shot it down. Um, but they but, felt bad. <clears throat> well, he, the principal felt bad. His name was Sid Atkins. He messaged me about, he, well, he called me like, look, Jason, they're making me pull. And I'm really sorry. I got some people at the VFW. They're open that night. I'm actually going to pay for it for you guys. And uh, so he he did us a solid. He put our show on there, and uh, it was definitely an interesting night.
0: Yep. Yeah, well, started out uh, the headliner for that show, WWE superstar James Ellsworth. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Which I had uh, much endeavors with that day. Yeah. Uh, Ken actually went to pick him up from the airport, and uh, Mister Ellsworth wanted to spend more time sightseeing around. And Ken was willing to put into it. Do you yep,
1: remember this? I remember that. He gave a little bit in St. Louis and then brought him home. Yep. Brought him brought him back this way.
0: Yep. And uh, Ken uh, called in the panic. Told me to come get him. <laughs> so I remember me picking him up at Walmart.
2: Mm-hmm. <clears throat>
0: him and his special lady friend he met the night before. Yep. And uh, we went to go eat at uh, the Dexter Barbecue here.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Remember I uh, had some... Uh, some interesting endeavors with him and the waitress. Yep. So, there's that. Mm-hmm. And, uh, also we go and uh, we do that and then we head over to, uh, Chaffee. Ellsworth wasn't originally who was going to be there. Was it going to be someone else? Yeah. Do you not know, remember this? It was supposed to be Chuck Taylor. Was it supposed to be Chuck? Yeah.
1: Oh, I don't remember that. Yeah, it
0: was supposed to be Chuck Taylor. And, uh, it ended up, the way it worked out, they were going to be the same price to come in. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it just happened that Ellsworth was on SmackDown. Mm-hmm. So, they ended up going with, uh, Ellsworth instead. Mm-hmm. Think it was the right choice?
1: Yeah, at the time, I think yeah. it was. I mean, the, you gotta realize, the week after he wrestled for us, he wrestled AJ Styles for the championship right. on SmackDown. You can't get more, like, <laughs> lucky. oh. Brandon always tells me, you know, like, man, you just got a horseshoe, you know, stuck up your ass. Because right. I mean, you, you, the the stuff that falls in to your hands, and, and it and it has, and it's been quite lucky for us, and we used them. I mean, um, Elthor's coming in. It was, I think, it was a good get, and it grew. We we yeah. drew really well. We did in Draw Taffy. Really,
0: really well with that. Uh, it was interesting. Uh, he was another guy that was about to bit. Well. He seemed to be about the business. I will say that. I know there are some little issues.
1: Well, yeah, he ran his old company in Baltimore and stuff, so
0: he knew what he was doing. Yeah, it was funny. I'll never forget. Uh, A kid asked for an autograph or photo, one of the two, and uh, the kid, like, you know, we had a price set because we were, you know, getting money off to help cover his cost, Mm -hmm. and uh, he would not tell the kid no. He's like, hey, you got to talk to him. Yeah. So between that, that's kinda of how if you've ever wondered how you've always seen me doing some sort of with the meet and greets or something like that, this is why.
1: Wrestlers do not like taking money from, from fans, fans. Right. Especially if they're baby faces. They don't like to do that. They and have to have a handler. Murphy. Yeah. They have <laughs> to have a handler and uh you were you were the most forward person to tell somebody, you know, like, hey, it's gonna cost yeah. this much. Everybody else was afraid too. So Yes. I'll never forget one time I had to go I forgot what I had to do. And,
0: uh, I left Jason at the shirt stand and he's telling me how he, uh, like some kid didn't have enough money. And he's like, I just went ahead and, uh, cut him a deal on a shirt. Yeah. And that was the last time Jason worked the, uh,
1: <coughs> yeah. worked the t-shirt stand. I, uh, it, it's, yeah. Anyway, you're but just But my right own mama that. says
0: the same thing. Yeah. She's like, <laughs> how, how are you like, why, why do you do like, how can you tell these people like they have to pay for it? It's like. Because it's a business, and it becomes a loss at the end of the night if don't make back the money, you know. But here's the thing, like, I mean, there's, and there's been some times, like, we've had a couple of guys coming in that, um, they, uh, they, it didn't matter what I said. They were going to do what they wanted to do with some of the stuff, like, uh, Jerry Lynn. Jerry Lynn was that way. If he saw somebody that, um, needed, needed something to be, uh. Like he didn't feel comfortable charging somebody. Yeah, he wouldn't do it. Yeah, and he'd tell him he's like, no, we're not charging him. And it's like, I'm not going to argue with Jerry Lynn. You know
1: what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Yeah. yeah. he's he's making a call on it there. So interesting
0: with James Ellsworth and the drive over. I actually got to hear him talk to him. Was it Mark Cronus?
1: Yeah, Mark Mark Cronus. uh, Yeah, uh,
0: because he uh, with him working WWE and doing this, he had to go over what he was going to do Mm -hmm. in that match, which he lied about.
1: He, said he was doing a tag team he match, said right? Doing a tag match, yes. Yeah, and and I knew that we had to protect him, and uh, you know, at the time, that's why I actually put him in there with Tony Casino because I knew that
2: mm-hmm.
1: it was going to be safe. Everything's fine, you know. They could do their comedy stuff because Tony was so good at doing every right. type of wrestling that it would work really well, and and he and Ellsworth wouldn't get hurt.
0: So starting the card off, Brandon Espinosa defeats C.J. shine's the MWR Missouri Championship match. Hollistero defeats Jake Durden and Cody Wilson in a triple threat match. Mm -hmm. Cody Wilson. Yeah. He's a... I like Cody outside (laughs) of everything. Yeah. Cody... What's the best way to say this? Cody has to sometimes realize that there needs to be a separation in the business of business and personal beliefs. And uh, sometimes that uh, did not happen with him. You know. Yeah. I, I remember there was a time where he even ran on a rant to get one, one of our sponsors. Mm-hmm. And that was kind of, you know, like kind of been points. Like, he can't be out there, you know, so going get somebody to help the bill so
1: exactly you know i don't okay. honestly
0: know if cody still rustles i
1: i haven't seen him in a long time i mean he was a good enough kid i mean he came in there and then you know he he came with uh hollis and those guys to yeah. kansas city and, and
0: even i mean he even got to the point where he quit coming so yeah I mean, just for the ride along so. yeah yeah but anyways like i said hollis is working his way up through the company at this time
2: mm-hmm.
0: you know we moved to ellsworth versus casino Mm -hmm. And we talked about that just a second ago, how, you know, casinos there really helped keep it. Another
1: thing about that match was the ceilings in Chaffee were so low. Right. And we had that ring in there. I just remember Tony going to the top rope and his head hit the (laughs) ceiling and knocking the tile down and then doing all their stuff from there. But he sold it and, you know, he bumped off of it actually. And it, it, it was actually really good, so... Next
0: up, after this was intermission, I remember this because we uh, we did a costume contest. If I remember right, we did the in ring photos with Elsworth. Yeah. Uh, next up, Sarah Summers defeats Mardi Gras.
2: Yeah.
1: You're like, yeah. I don't, I don't remember if that was really Mardi Gras back then, but I guess if that's what's on there, that's. I mean, that's excuse. she was on
0: the flyer. Okay. Apparently, it looks like it's supposed to be a triple threat.
1: Yeah, that was uh, when Diamond Doll. I think she was supposed to come right. And, uh, she, she had to call it out because that was the first start of her, her injury problems. Yeah.
0: So we had that there. Next up, the Fury defeats Billy Hills in the Chaffee street fight. Yeah. I remember this for the fact that that's when I acquired a new role in CCW as head of security.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Is that when that woman threw all the M&Ms at Billy? (laughs) Or Skittles or something like that.
0: Yeah. Threw the candy at Billy, uh. You know, for anybody that knows, Missouri, we talked about earlier, commission's really strict. So, uh, yeah, you know, wrestlers can't really attack fans, or they can, uh, they'll get shut, you know, they'll lose their license to say get shut down by the promoter. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, there could be some fines with it. However, if there is a uh, issue, basically what it comes down to is, you know, Billy couldn't really put his hands on fans, but yeah. I could.
1: Yeah, you were security, so you could remove yes. people if need be, but Billy couldn't.
0: I did not get the choice to be security. I was pretty well said, hey, we need someone to do this. You're the biggest. You like <laughs> to go to the co- the concerts where they fight and everything. Yeah, So exactly. this is you. And, uh, yep. Walked out there with Billy. That This was really our beautiful start to our beautiful friendship that goes to this day. Yeah. Shout out again to Joshua. Yeah. The former Billy Hills.
1: Yes. Yep.
0: And, uh. Yeah, like I said, we walked out. Lady got mad. You know, you can hear this on our episode with Billy, but uh, in more <laughs> details, but Lady got mad, started mouthing, throat, started throwing candy at him. And, Not uh, just tossing it. She like, was watching that stuff. Right. <laughs> uh, her significant other, boyfriend, husband, or whatever, got scared and left her. Like, like just walked away from her. Yep. Yeah. It's good heat right there. Some good heat there. Here, right here, breaking up families. CCW Championship, the main event, Brandon Barbwire keeps his belt against uh, Austin Lane.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: With that, we move to the November knockout, which for some of y'all who are like, they're just reading the matches here and talking about them. You're out of luck because they don't have the results on here. I can't see the main event was Hollis and Barbar. Uh, It looks like
1: according to the poster for start of year two, it looks like... Uh, Barbed wire went over. So, here's what happened. That that is not what happened. Brandon actually did not wrestle that night. Okay. So, what we did is, that was another situation where Brandon actually did not, his blood work ran out. Mm -hmm. He got it done, but they did not get the results in time because, of course, everybody knows the November show is right next to Thanksgiving. So when he did it, that took an extra day away from him getting blood work back. So Brandon went out there and put a... um, Jeff sent him out saying that he wrestled and he was training, wrestling four or five guys. Um, But what we did is we had, um, I want to say, four or five matches. Um, It was uh, a couple singles matches. I think it was Sarah versus... um, little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that ended up on a count-out win for a little bit. Um, you had... Oh, Lord. Let me see. Um, I think Billy and Hollis may have wrestled. Um, goodness. Uh, Billy and Hollis. There was... it Because I know it ended up the pinnacle versus CCW in the end. I know uh, Hollis... A uh, little bit. Um, I'm trying to think. of All of team CCW because I don't. I don't think Austin was there. I don't think. Uh, I know Brandy couldn't wrestle. Um, then eh. it ended up. Uh, Hunter ended up being one of the guys. Didn't he? No, he he just managed against Jeff Odell that night. Like he was out there with him. I want to say that. Yeah, Dell Tucker. Maybe that was his debut for us. He came in and and worked because, yes, because he came in as Austin's guy. And he come in and worked Blaster. And he beat Blaster in like 10 seconds with a super kick. One, two, three. And then it, um, uh, Tucker, so it was Billy, Blaster, Sarah, and one more person versus Megan, Hollis, and Dale. Dale got, he walked out on the match, End up at the end of it, Megan hit a, uh, I think Hollis did something to Billy distract him, then Megan came off with the splash and won the match. It was a good pop, but it was fun. So. Okay.
0: So with that, that kind of wraps up year one. I want to hit up a couple of these questions that we got asked here. Uh,
1: the Shannon Young guy, you ever heard of him? I know Mr. Young, yes. I think he's a Mark, ain't he? <laughs> yeah, I got yeah. yeah, a lot of Shannon. Yeah. Shout good out man. to
0: Shannon if you're listening to this. Yep. So he said, I would like to hear some backstage CCW stories from the people who lived through it.
1: Whew, I think you just heard a whole bunch. Kind of yeah. let everything...
0: Any stories really stick out to you?
1: Man. um, I tell you, probably the most nervous I've ever been. And probably the, one of the when coolest... you called three.
0: me about the plane ticket...
1: No, that, that wasn't, that was, um, but Matt Hardy, um, like we talked about the blood work and everything. The thing that sticks out to me is Matt Hardy was not cleared to wrestle for us, uh, until like maybe four or 5 PM the day of the show. He was trying to get his blood work in and... There was some stuff going on with it, and it got sent to me his blood work as well as the commission. And the people that sent the blood work was actually the WWE, even though he was working for uh Impact at the time. Uh, so when he got that, you know, he called me over. He's like, Hey, you know, and and Matt tell you, the Hardys, Matt and Jeff are such good dudes. Um, great guys. So we, we had, uh, Matt come over and we were talking or whatnot. And he's like, look, I know that you've seen the blood work. Please keep it a secret. They don't know that I'm, you right. know, signing back with WWE. He went outside and actually started talking to his brother about it. And, uh, it was a really cool secret, you know, to like realize this guy is going to be in WWE. And I actually got to go to WrestleMania at the time that he was actually there and and debuted back with the Hardys when they won the tag team title, probably one of the best pops I've ever heard live, somewhere. But, um, the the Mad Hardy thing was very stressful for me because we were we were promoting the crap out of him wrestling. And he wasn't cheap and, either. And no, he was not. And and uh, Julie from the Missouri Commission, I thank her so much. She saved the day. She actually went back into the office and found some stuff uh, to get him cleared to wrestle. So, I couldn't thank her enough for that. She's always been one of my favorites. But it was a very stressful day. But paid paid off. Her and B- Bill. Bill. Awesome. Really, all the commissioners. Bill, Chris, uh, most of those guys that come are, are just good guys. And, uh, you know, I have a lot of respect for those guys and like them a whole lot. But, yeah, Matt Hardy was... Phew, Man, it was stressful. We had a lot of people coming, and we, Mm -hmm. man, it was our reputation, but we pulled it off. Yeah. I mean, I think some of the stories
0: that stick out to me backstage, one was when you wouldn't let me throw a certain person's belt in the trash can, but that's neither here nor there. Mm hmm mm -hmm. And uh, there was that. The whole deal with uh, Adam Page's uh, plane ticket going back. Yeah. Here's a life lesson for people. If you have a round-trip flight and you miss your first flight, even though you decide to take a different flight, it automatically cancels the flight back. Yeah. There's a life lesson for you. There you go. So, kind of learned that one the hard way with him, but luckily everything got squared away with it. Let's uh, see, there was that. There was a time when I was ready to kill you. If Here's the thing. Anybody that knows me knows that... Uh, I'm very open-minded with things. Very, uh, I hate to use the term liberal, but when it comes to, like, social stuff and things of that nature, I'm very open-minded. But when it comes to money and finances, I've been described from getting blood out of a turnip. Mm -hmm. And there was a time Mr. Wells decided to pay a person that was supposed to work our show who could not, or he forgot his blood work. And could not work the show. You remember this? No. Yeah. No. Who would I pay? Remember the Snake Man? Oh, that dude. Yeah. 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 Because that was a nice. Uh, that was a nice little indie payday for somebody that did not. To be work. Like,
1: I didn't pay him his full PO. He should not have paid anything. Yeah, I know. But the dude still drove like three hours, and and, and I. It, I shouldn't have, but, you know, he actually, if he wouldn't have showed up, I didn't think he was coming. They made it there at the, what, the main event? Like, it was ridiculous, but. Um, then he was supposed to come back work the next
0: month, and he didn't, he didn't get the blood work done. Yeah, didn't.
1: I told him he had to get the blood work done beforehand, before I booked him, and he didn't get it done, and hadn't heard from him since, but, um, yeah, we, we did our little deal there, and. You know, he did the, his parents run in with the snake and all that, and mm-hmm. it was something, but yeah, I, uh, I'm just like that. If I know guys, you know, if I see that he at least tried, and I know he went back didn't to get re- his blood work. I don't know if he really went back to
0: get, like, I don't know, like, there's a lot of that story that didn't add up with him.
1: Possibly. I just went on, you know, his word, and he still, you know, I, I don't think he made his whole PO, but I think I gave him something for gas, so... Yeah, I mean, I think
0: if he's a professional, he would have had all that stuff taken. I through. agree.
1: I, I don't I don't uh I don't you don't get any disagreement from me about that.
0: I don't know. Like I try to think I don't know if there's anything really else that that juicy or anything that we could talk about at this point that really I think
1: we kinda talked about. It. A lot of people asked me about Jason Vaughn and why he hadn't been back. It's just you know, that's really the you know, the reason is I um you know, uh I know a lot of more people have a lot worse things, and I mean, I don't want to just trash somebody, but I just don't. I don't have any use for stuff like that. I, I think that I have a a responsibility uh, to our fans to protect them from people, mm-hmm. uh, from protect them from. Um, I'm not going to bring in anybody that does stuff, and I know you taught talk, um, you talked about a guy not too long ago. Uh, out of St. Louis, you remember who I'm talking about? No, that you you said it was a wow. Well, you said a whole bunch of stuff. I don't know if I want to bring it up here, <laughs> but you know we we've had guys that that you know we by whatever means we found out has done some stuff, um, you know, and and I had to call and tell him. Hey, I can't use you anymore. They may have not ever responded back to me, but I let them know not to show up to the show because, um, you know, it, it I don't was, remember
0: who was out of St. Louis.
1: Um, well, you knew him from somewhere else. I think it was Dirty Something.
0: Oh, yeah. I know who you're talking about now.
1: Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't really I know. I thought she was
0: talking about someone else, and I was like, well, apparently that's not too, too, uh, <laughs> hush mouth. but, uh. Yeah, no. Yeah, no. that, that guy you're talking about, yeah, I know.
1: I actually just had, he mess. I seen he, uh, like, had a missed message from him that if we're not friends, you know, where it goes to, where yeah. you have to go on to actually look at it, but, yeah, he sent, trying to get in, but. I know a lot of people like them, but I'm kind of, you know, you kind of told me some stuff about them that yeah. I wasn't too uh, impressed with, and that's why I won't use them. And uh, for the most part, I'll use most anybody, but, you know, some of these guys that come through and, man, uh, you know, some stuff you see online, I don't want to do that. I don't want to put anybody at risk, and uh, I kind of have, it's not really our responsibility, but it kind of is, and I take that. Well, I mean, here's
0: thing, I think I told you this the other night. Like, to, like, looking at different talents and stuff like that, it's, like, you got to remember, this is, the way that you, I, Ken, and presumably how you and this new management team are going to work, is, like, it's a business first. Yeah. And it's never been a bunch of money marks sitting together trying to see, you know, who can, you know, like, how cool it could be. It's, like, you know, we want to put on a good product, but at the same time, financially, it has to make sense.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I take that wherever i go i always try to like you know you have to do a budget we're we're there's some companies out there that just have a money guy that just say hey here's ten thousand dollars go run a show right that's not how we work and that's not how we ever worked it's not how we work now um there's a certain budget that gets set and i try to put on the best show possible at that budget um just like Charleston School, you know, they gave us so much to run a show to help them raise money to do some stuff. We ended up getting Rhino. We're going to put on a terrific show in Charleston, February 29th. We'll actually talk about that here in a second. I actually
0: plan to uh, have, uh, I talked to Kyle about this the other day, I'm going to try to reach out and yeah. uh, get him on here to kind of talk about, you know, their involvement with CCW and kind of talk about that show coming up. Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah. But um, just to wrap that up, I mean, I was trying to think, like, I can't really think of anything else to, you know, like for the most part, there's not really too, like I said, overall, not too much drama. We had a little bit with some people, but, you know, it's neither here nor there, and how y'all decide going in the future to use them people, you know, that's, that's kind of on y'all, and, you know.
1: Yeah. And I know
0: I, you, we've talked, we actually talked before recording, you know, some people that, you know, would be singing CCW, and then some that will probably not be seeing CCW again.
1: Yeah, yeah, there's always turnaround and stuff like that, and, you know, I've, um, we only run once a month, so there's only so many matches that I can have, and there might be guys that I want to use, but they'll come in in the right time when there's an opening and it'll work out the right way, um, but we'll just keep doing what we're doing, you know, and uh, you know, I'll just kind of keep living the legacy, you know. I, I had some people ask when you're going to come back and help run the door. Oh, you did? Yeah, I had some people said they missed seeing you there. And, and Man, stuff. I don't feel, feel like anybody said they missed seeing me Dude, there. Dude, I, I heard somebody say they missed you, having you there at the show and miss you there. Y- you know, I feel like you may be hard of hearing and you may hear things, but, you know. No, I get... I, I if that's true... A lot of you fans that, that come to CCW may have seen me out front <laughs> uh, <laughs> trying to take over Big Lee's uh, position there, but... Uh, yeah, yeah, I, I think uh, all you fans get on there and comment if you want Big Lee back at CCW doing <laughs> some stuff, so I think, I think it'd be cool to have him them, have them there. Well, I tell you what, if that is the case... Kim, what about you? Ah, uh, Ken's just going with the group here. All right, then, sounds good. Man, man. Kim
0: looks like he's lost weight. It's almost like I see-through. Oh, my goodness. Like, he's not even here. He's a big John Cena fan. He is. He look, just dresses just like him. Exactly. But yeah, if that is the case, I mean, you know, you want to see me back sometime? Just let me know. Hit me up. Yeah, I'm not yeah. a hard person to find. No, no. But um,
1: I just gotta tell you, Diamond Doll is gonna be there. You'll show up.
0: That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so with that being said, you um, know, well, I'm sure we start looking at doing more episodes about Year Two and Three. There'll be some more juicier stories that come up from that. Yeah. Year One was just kind of a uh, just kind of getting their feet wet with it here. I think the only other question I was trying to log in and pull it up here, but apparently the iPad wants to be dumb. Uh, so it was like their favorite guests that you've came in, you know, uh, you got any, who's your favorite? I mean, here, who's your
1: favorites? Like, I know you said about Matt Hardy, but anybody else? Um, I gotta say Billy Gunn was probably up there. Yeah. Uh, I think he was, Ron Simmons yes. was fun. Uh, uh, that car ride with Ron Simmons from the hotel to the venue was great. I mean, the the best guy. I mean, he talked for two hours. We took care of him. He even told us a story about a resurrection. Yes, he did. That was crazy. Uh, (laughs) But, I mean, those type of guys like that that just, man, can you believe, like, just where we are in our lives right now and you just think about. You know, 20 years ago when mm-hmm. we were kids watching wrestling or, or whatever, that we would be in a car with Farouk or Ron Simmons or whoever he was back Dude, then. Here's the thing.
0: Like, I was a huge TNA mark mm-hmm. when TNA got started. Mm-hmm. And if you would have told college bigly that, hey, in this time you're going to be a part of the wrestling business and you're going to become really good friends with a member of LAX,
1: yeah. I would have looked at you like crazy we spend time with with Abyss and with you know all these guys that you know we we watched mm-hmm. for all these years you know it's crazy having Matt and Jeff here i mean probably top 5 tag teams of all time mm-hmm. the hardy boys have been here you know the steiner brothers have been here to wrestle it it's wild to think about where you know you know where we've been and and the people that we've seen and we're just fans like everybody else that you know we we've been uh Give him a gift and, uh, you know, lucky enough to, you know, let everybody uh, bring some, some entertainment mm-hmm. to, to Kate.
0: One of the things I wanted to also talk about here tonight was uh, not just, you know, they got the Chaos show. Chaos in Charleston 2, February 29th at mm-hmm. Charleston High School with Raven going against CCW champion Otis Crowley. Another person a I rhino, played. Rhino, not pop- Raven. Or Rhino, my bad. Yeah. <laughs> they both start with an R. They both from ECW. It was close. Right. Five letters. You know. Anyways, with yeah, something like that. <laughs> anyways, so Rhino versus Otis Crowley, which I plan to have Otis on the podcast. Yeah, whenever we can link up here. Yeah, you know. But anyways, so we they, got some
1: history with that guy. So do what I got some history with that guy too. Yeah,
2: so.
0: yeah. I, I saw him at the last show, and uh, let me tell you what. If y'all think he's scary, you should have seen the look on his face when I walked up and hugged him backstage. Yeah. He looked like, oh my god, there's this, why is this monster trying to suffocate me with a hug? Yeah. <laughs> also, for y'all that are curious out there, Big Lee's known to give great hugs. He's a cuddler. That's right. It's with cuddlers. consent only.
2: Yeah, exactly. Not well, one of those cuddlers.
0: Yeah, well, actually, I may have not had consented with uh, Otis. They just kind of walked up and just hugged him. No, he wanted it. Yeah. yeah. He's like, oh uh <laughs> yeah <laughs> no. so anyways with that so what else is coming up in 2020 man so what the other thing we got you got the march show yeah the, we've already announced what, that's what march
1: march 21st that's in delta missouri um it's we're, not
0: the last saturday
1: uh no it's not it's the 21st okay. so it's, a, it's the next to last i don't know why we chose that date but we did um, I think it was set for with the it was set for the arena because that was the only day right. they got open. then we got some stuff mixed around so we had to move it to Delta which really cool. Melanie Cruz will be there from aew um, And then of course we got the super show which hopefully in the next week we'll be doing some announcements because yeah. I'm ready. I... Uh,
0: well unfortunately I'll be missing the March show. Yeah. I'll be in West Virginia. Uh, anybody, I know you probably don't like a big fan of promoting other shows, but if you're in the West Virginia area, Nitro, West Virginia, which apparently is on the other side of Lexington, yeah. uh, they're actually doing an IWA East Coast, which I didn't even know I did, there was an IWA East Coast. There's a lot of IWAs. Yes. <laughs> apparently still to this day. Apparently there's one in Mount Vernon I told you about yeah, earlier.
1: Yeah, I, I wrestled for, or wrestled, but I managed for um, IWA Memphis.
0: Okay. Back in the day. But uh, up there they're doing a uh, benefit show. For Necro Butcher,
1: yep.
0: So maybe the hardcore fans know who Necro Butcher is. So it's pretty cool. Like all the money's going to him, so it's a good call. So if you're in the Nitro West Virginia area, make sure you go out to that show. If you're in the southeast Missouri area and you can't make it to Nitro West Virginia. Make it March twenty first to uh, Delta, right? Yep. That's Delta, on Missouri.
1: You know it only seats about two hundred, and we'll mm-hmm. pack that thing out. A lot of people, I'm sure, are excited to see Melanie. She couldn't make it in January, but uh, man, she's doing some cool stuff on AEW, and it's cool to see a good friend. If she do was that. there,
0: I would have stayed for the show as well. Yeah,
1: <laughs> <laughs> but she'll, she'll be she'll be at the Super Show. She so, will be. so yeah. there you go. Look at that. She is consir- uh, confirmed for uh, April twenty fifth at the Super Show and March twenty first, and. Hopefully, like I said, we'll have some more big announcements coming up for the Super Show soon. We're hoping
0: maybe to get gotten some out tonight. Man, yeah. our co-conspirator in crime, Mr. Ken Murphy, could not make it tonight. So we can't make too many big Super Show announcements.
1: Yeah, we better wait for him. Um, hey, the Power Rangers going to be there.
0: Yeah, one of the two of the Power Rangers, right? Yes. Is this the original Red Ranger or the somebody red, else?
1: Yeah, I think another Red Ranger. The Power Ranger. Ranger
0: that's also a voice actor.
1: Yes, yes. You I have to hear.
0: forgive Jason and I. Uh, we're not the biggest of comic book superhero people, so yeah, we try to help push things over with it, but we may not always a hundred percent know exactly what it is. We try our best, right? So with that, uh, I do know tickets. I wrote up the flyer the other night. Uh, tickets be sold through CapeCon.com when mm-hmm. they go on sale. I personally have an idea when I'd like when I. I presumably would put them on sale. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was actually hoping to talk to y'all about that tonight.
1: hmm Well, I've got an idea, too, so it'd be cool.
0: Well, I wonder if your idea is the same idea as my idea. Because mm-hmm. I think it is, but I think the dates are going to be different. Okay. But uh, we'll talk about that off the air here. Yeah. But um, with that being said, uh, that takes it to there. Uh, you'll most likely see me. At the Super Show. Yeah. You know.
1: I'll be down in February 29th. You'll be down in Charleston, won't you? Most, well, there's
0: still some things up in the air with it. Oh, my God. You know. Depending <laughs> on depending on whether or not I get a chance to talk to Session Mark Martinez or, yeah. Martinez, or whatever, however you say her name. Mm-hmm. That's kind of a, uh, you know.
1: Yeah, I got you. She don't
0: come to America that often, much less St. Louis, so.
1: Yeah, well, I I can definitely uh, hook you up and hang out with Rhino afterwards.
0: Yeah, yeah. Holly Dead, oh yeah, Holly Dead's coming. Yeah, just talked to her today. I so. don't feel like Holly Dead's getting enough love from Mills promotion. What are you going to do about
1: that? I think we got a little bit of time to promote her. Um, that's the thing, because I know we just come off. We announced the show. Want to give it a little bit of a break yeah. and then really start pushing the next couple of weeks. So. And then it probably didn't help that I wanted to get out the word about Super Show. Yeah, well, I mean, it
0: is what it is. I mean, yeah. everybody knows it's coming up. It's Super Show season. And that's one of the things that it's like dealing with the wrestling. Like you got to remember, like, and I think this is where some companies fail and some companies strive. you got to remember this is a business, you know. CCW's model has never been you want to try to promote multiple shows at one time. However, you get into an instance to where it is um, you have to do that. In order to start getting the word out. Yeah. Especially for how big Super Show 4 is going to be. yeah, We want to get word out there. Get people aware of it. Mm-hmm. And start getting the word out about it. And hopefully get those announcements. Getting those tickets on sale. Yep. So with it, where can everybody find you at?
1: Man, you can just find me on... Look, and, Can you give your house address? Yeah. Let, let me put this <laughs> out here. So I don't want people to think I'm a jerk or you know a dick. But I have two separate Facebook accounts. Actually, events. I heard that Actually, one of the comments was to tell you that you were a douchebag. Really?
0: Yeah. Okay. So you wrote your own question? No, no.
2: <laughs> oh, okay.
0: <laughs> but I told the person that uh, sent that, to tell you that you're a douchebag, I'd tell them that I would relay that message. Okay, so, I appreciate but that. But you
1: just kind of forwarded out there that, you know. Well, I you have two that. Facebooks. I have two Facebooks. One is just my personal with family and friends. The other I do have for wrestling and stuff like that. So, if you ask to be my friend and and it has my kids on there or something like that and I don't accept it, that's why. It's nothing personal. I just try to keep those things separate. Uh, <clears throat> for the most part, even though my daughter's a huge wrestling fan. But um I remember when she jumped in the ring yeah, uh, that yeah. was the Sexton, wasn't it? Yeah, that was my littlest one. Okay, uh, But yeah, so um, you can find me on there. Uh, Twitter, dub55, uh, D-U-B-5-5. D-U-B five five. Instagram is probably something. Jason Wells, something like that. I don't get on Instagram a whole lot. I don't really post a whole bunch on there. But uh, I am on the Twitter machine a whole bunch. Yes, yeah, Not as team. much as me, but... No, not as much as you. But I'm on there more than Ken. Yeah, that's true. I <clears throat> that
0: right, Ken. Silence is going. He exactly. agrees. Exactly. He knows. So, uh, if you want to find Jason's Instagram, uh, he's in the tag post on the, uh, Big Lee's world, uh, social media. He is at, well, he is on the Instagram tag on my post at Big Lee's world. He can follow us on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram at Big Lee's world. If you want to follow my personal stuff, it's at Big Lee seven, five, six on the Twitter, on the Instagram, uh, I made a like page because I'm trying to get rid of that old profile I had. Just, here's the thing. Here's the difference between Jason and I. Jason wants to keep this, like, wrestling profile and, uh, have the people confused. I'm just trying to, I just turn try to
1: turn it into a like page. You t- yeah, you tried to convince me of
0: that. So, just because it was less confusing for people because if anybody knows, it's like, I even really hate to say this now because of the stupid AEW deal, but like, My personal Facebook is pretty well my inner circle of people. Mm -hmm. And primarily that is for the Facebook Messenger thing, which some of y'all probably don't want to be part of the Facebook Messenger deal. You know, some of y'all, however, love it. So anyway, so that profile, like, that's getting turned into a like page. It'll eventually be gone. And uh, like I said, primarily if you want to reach me, you can... Twitter, Instagram, Big Lee 756. Or at that Twitter. That's right. Always on the Twitter. Always on the Instagram. Got those or at Big Lee 756. Yeah. Twitter and Instagram or Big Lee's World on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. So if you're wanting to do the Facebook thing, hit me up at Big Lee's World. You know, one thing I hear is people promote their Snapchat.
1: You ever promote your Snapchat? Hell no. I don't promote my Snapchat because my Snapchat's just like, I get a lot of people that add me to, and I just don't do it. Um, I you know, don't know cause... who the people are. Well, some of my I, I do know, but like it, I, I just I have like maybe fifteen people on there, you know. Um, me, yeah, yeah. Yep. You're you're on there, you know. Just just my just my homies that if I want to do something or I don't want everybody to know where I'm at all the time. I feel you on that. Yeah, I, I'm I'm uh, I'm visible on my uh, uh, on my map in there. You're
0: visible on your map. Yep. It's still kind of creepy to me.
1: You are too. I know, I am. Yeah. <laughs> it's creepy to me, then.
0: Yeah, I mean, no, it's just creepy in general, the whole map thing. Yeah. No. So. It comes in handy. Yeah. It's like, fine if you ever lose your phone, just have one of your Snapchat friends say, oh, hey, there you are. You're right here. Yeah, there's your phone's at. So. All right, with that, Jason, I appreciate you taking the time to come on here and talk with us tonight. Yeah, yeah. Um, Ken, sorry you didn't want to make it tonight, you know. We could have had some big Super Show news, Cape Comic Con news, but, you know.
1: Super Show is going to be super human. That's right. And
0: maybe some friends, too. Never know, Paul. You never know. Can we just point out, like, <laughs> before I wrap this up, can we just point out that this wasn't the original day that we planned to record. Okay, Was we, it Wednesday? Yeah, we're supposed to record tomorrow. Mm-hmm. However, we did not. We chose to record tonight so that a certain individual could be here, and that certain individual's not here.
1: Mm. I'm here. I'm here.
0: So the third person's not here. So make sure you go find him on social media and blow him up for uh, skipping out on the podcast tonight. Yeah.
1: Hashtag missing appointments. Hashtag missing appointments. Yep, we're gonna get that trending. Kim Murphy. Hashtag missing appointments. Right. <laughs> I
0: say that he could prom- he could promote his uh, social media, media. We don't know it either.
1: So. Yeah, he and he's gonna be so
0: confused when all he sees is missing appointments. Tomorrow. Right. Exactly. <laughs> all right. Once again, thank you very much. We appreciate everybody for listening to this. Make sure you like, comment, share, subscribe, all that great stuff that you do on the podcast. Uh, if you got any questions, comments, concerns. Send an email, bigleesworld at dot com. said, follow us on the Facebook, the Twitter, and the Instagram, at Big Lees World. Make sure you hit up Jason on his socials. Uh, like I said, the next big show coming up, CCW, Chaos in Charleston 2. Get your tickets at capewrestling.com. As time of this recording, there are some front rows left. Uh, general Mission is available. Uh, you're doing a reserve
1: second row as well, right? Yeah, first, second, and uh are y'all selling Rhino meet and greets online, or is it just no, day of the show it, only? No, it's going to be day of the show only, and Rhino's going to be doing that. But it will he'll be there at 6 o'clock. He'll be there at 6 o'clock. hmm Okay. All right. Sounds good.
0: Well, once again, I appreciate you taking your time to do this. Once again, Jason Wells, your boy, Big Lee from the Big Lee's World Podcast. Appreciate y'all listening. Have a great night. And as always, two scoops of whoop,
2: whoop, whoop.